on today's Building the Dam podcast, quarantine edition number two, reoccurring guest, guest Travis Johannes is on the show. How are you doing, Travis? Uh, I'm alive. I'm here. All right. How about you? <laughs> you know, good as can be considering everything. Hanging in there. That's all we can ask for. Um, But yeah. good... Good news yeah. is, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it's a pretty little bar right now as far as, you know, what what consists of doing well. Like, eh, still here, you know, haven't gone, <laughs> ha- haven't gone crazy yet. So, you know, good, good, good. It's all good right now. Yeah, haven't gone that crazy. Haven't ran out of toilet paper or food yet. So, oh, yeah. you know, happy we, we We actually... We actually haven't bought toilet paper this entire time because we we buy like online and we bought I don't remember when we got got it but like we get like forty eight rolls at a time so we've we've never even I think we still have probably still have quite a few and, and we have we have a bidet so you know, oh, that would be yes. toilet paper need nice I'm classy that's like that yeah that's I'm classy fancy. um. We just got lucky, like 20, like twenty bucks on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, Something but then you have to install it. Yeah, it's yeah. Pretty easy. Um, not all of us are handymen, Travis. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got pretty lucky. We like a week or two before the NBA was canceled and everybody went crazy. Um, we just happened to go to Costco and get more toilet paper, so we've been fine. Also, we have had. We don't need any. Um, but sports topics, it's actually a good week for imaginary sports um, because the NFL draft, virtual draft, starts tomorrow. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, curious to see how some of that goes. I, th- I saw, uh, I think it was a tweet by Adam Schefter the other day. They, I guess they, they went through... Um, the NFL GMs kind of went through like a mock draft just so they could all figure out, you know, how to, how this is going to work. And I guess there's already technical difficulties with like the first pick. So it should be a lot of fun and very interesting. <laughs> and there's going to be some, some GMs that have no idea how technology works and just know football and they're going it, to, it's going to be interesting. And yeah. Hey, I, yeah. We should we should plug you know plug buildingthedam dot com because it's a we we uh, some of us got together and did a mock first round draft the other day so you know if you yeah. want to see, yeah. see see our thoughts on what's about to happen there's some really dumb picks in there but you know there's some good ones yeah. too um the worst quarterback in the draft going pick number three what is what did we decide on that? what is going on yeah yeah I doubt that's I I do not endorse that pick but. Um, I like how you called him the worst quarterback in the draft, by the way. <laughs> he, yeah, no doubt in my mind. Um, <laughs> it should be interesting. I think it's going to – everybody's freaking out, and it's a little overblown. It's not going to be like, uh-oh, their 10-minute time limit is up, and they can't get it figured out. We're just going to skip them, and they're going to miss out on a couple picks. I'm pretty sure the NFL is going to be a little bit lenient, and they're not going to just skip someone for not being able to figure out some of these technical but there's gonna, there's, They're not going to be able to get their picks in because they can't get it off mute. 
So I think it's gonna go smoother than people are imagining. I uh, I think people want it to go unsmoothly. A A for oh, entertainment I purposes. I do. <laughs> yeah, I am one hundred percent on. I hope this is a chaotic mess. Um, I also just think people are wanting chaos because everybody else has been oh not everybody but most people have been trying to deal with like working from home and they understand the struggle so they're like we need some other people to struggle and i need to watch it live because i can relate i want to see their zoom call freeze up because their wi-fi sucks (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh yeah um so That'll be interesting. Here's a random, unrelated draft question. If you have the first right. pick in a draft, why do you even get a timer? You I don't should just know. be able to go immediately. That is, I mean, they can go immediately. I don't know why they take every damn year. I, I have that same question. The first pick, like, they, they end up taking, like, all 10 minutes. Like, you are are you really are you really deciding in these final ten minutes? Because if you are, you suck at your job. <laughs> and I can see I, like, I, all I, right, may, maybe they've got their mind made up, but they want to use all ten minutes in case somebody blows them away with a trade offer. But you know that's so annoying. You should have thirty seconds, and then you need to get your pick yeah. in. You've had months to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Um. But that's just me preemptively being mad because I know I'm gonna tu- tune into the draft and be ready to go, and then immediately just be mad that they're not wait, picking. Wait forever for Cincinnati. Yeah, wait forever, even though we're, everybody knows they're gonna pick Burrow. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Maybe they go <laughs> off the board. Maybe they go crazy. <laughs> yeah, maybe they pick Herbert, the worst quarterback in the draft. <laughs> Uh, um, oh, yeah. Any, anyways, so there was a time um, when the Beavers every year they had people drafted, no matter what. And it was like seventeen straight years or sixteen straight years that had somebody drafted. Yeah, it was up there with like the big schools that get like twenty people yeah. drafted. Um, and then that hasn't been the case the last few years, understandably. Um, but it, it seems is it been- like. Has it been two years straight, or has it just been one year that we haven't had somebody drafted? I would have to fact check that. In my mind, it feels okay. like a, dec- a decade. Well, but... yeah. <laughs> there were um, some late rounders a couple of those years that pieced it together. but Yeah. I'm still mad that uh, Ryan Null didn't get drafted because he was really good. Um, but anyways, so yeah. t- walk me through who do you think is getting drafted over the next four days from Oregon State? Uh, I think it's just three, three days, right? Well, whatever. I guess that's not the point of the question. Um, well, well, it's yeah. Uh, if you count today as day one, uh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, next, wait, you, yeah sorry, you see I, what I'm saying? I got hung up on. I got hung up on stupid crap there. Um, three day draft. Yeah, it'd be. So Hodgins. And and tell me where you think you got to make predictions oh, about when they're going to get drafted. Where? I think Hodgins is going to go in the fourth round. Um, Luton's going to be like a sixth rounder. I don't know. I 
Blake Brandel gets picked. I'll 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 put him in the seventh. And I think that might be it. And you know, there's gonna be a handful of guys that get get a shot via you know, free agency like uh Noah Togiai. I think he'll get a chance just because he's got he's got kind of the NFL body and whatnot. Um Yeah. He's been he hasn't really lived up to expectations because of health, but you know, it's, people at least bring him into training camp and and whatever and see if he can impress. And yeah. I think there was about there was one other Gus, that I was thinking of. Gus Lavaca, left guard guy. Yeah, yeah. I I I think his one of his issues is he's older because he he went on he was gone for two years on a mission, right? And then was he? So I think he. Yeah, yeah, he was a he was originally committed to Hawaii, and then after his mission was over, he came to Oregon State. So I think he's he's a few years older than most players. So I think I don't think it's I think if he was a little younger, he'd probably be in that in the he'd probably get drafted. But I, he'll still end up in the camp, I would believe, um, as well as probably Arcavis Pierce, even though he's, he doesn't really have the necessarily the, that next level talent, according to a lot of the scouts, but, you know, it'll be one of those that people bring in and see, you know, worth shot, worth flyer. Yeah. Um, I'm think of who yeah. else. I, um, I think top three guys you mentioned, Hodgins, Luton, Brandell, they all should get drafted. I think they're all really good. Um, but I don't I the pessimistic side of me is saying only Isaiah Hodgins is going to get drafted and no other Oregon State player. Am I crazy? Well, you're crazy, but I don't know if it has anything to do with this. <laughs> um, I mean, I I could see that. I have. I mean, I, I'm guessing both Luton and and Brindell are late round picks, but you know, once you get to the sixth and seventh round, it, I don't know that there's not a whole lot to separate those guys from some of the undrafted free agents so yeah yeah it's anybody's ball game at that point what teams like or who yeah they want to invest to pick in um it's kind of crazy i feel like blake brandell he started like every single game his whole career and he's left tackle but you feel like he could slide in and be a guard and contribute immediately yeah he's one of those i i I, I'm surprised there's not more um, hype around him. I don't hype might not be the right word, but you know, I, I, I doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of love for him. And I, I that's one of those that I don't really get. He was a I saw something the other day that he's like the highest rated pass protector of the drafted of the draft eligible tackles or something as far as last season. Yeah. Is it Pro Football Focus or something like that that does that? They do the gradings and the grading and whatnot. And he was the highest rated for pass protection. So, I think so. I um, yeah. So I, I don't yeah. I don't know why he's not um, looked at a little a little more highly, but he'll 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 get. That's why that's why I think he'll get drafted. He'll get somewhere and then he has a chance to at least be a decent depth lineman. You know. Yeah, I mean, who knows? We maybe the all the mock draft people are just forgetting about Blake Brandel, but then again, maybe everybody's forgetting about Blake Brandel. Uh, either way, yeah, I bet those guys will get picked up 
in camp if there ever is football again. Um, That's and a good see point. What got. We are we are operating under the assumption that football sports will return at one point in our life. <laughs> yeah, so a big assumption right now. <laughs> um, besides. I saw Jonathan Smith, Wayne Tinkle, Scott Barnes are like giving 10% of their salaries back, but then like all of the coaches or something are giving like 6% of their salaries back at Oregon State. Did you uh, read about that, hear about that? I, I saw the headline. I didn't, I didn't, I hadn't, uh, I hadn't read the story, but that, that's pretty cool. I, th- there's, I saw that uh, a lot of coaches seem to be doing that across the, across the country. I saw like a, uh, I think it was Tad Boyle, who's the um, Colorado basketball coach. He got they gave him a bonus for making the, the postseason, which I don't really understand why he got that bonus because there was no postseason. But whatever. And then he immediately like gave it back to the university. So yeah, there's a lot of situations like that. Or you could go the Boise State route and just throw all your coaches, which seems uh, dire. <laughs> Yeah, it seems pretty uh, wild, and I don't know how that works. And I, w- I was reading a little bit into that, and they were like, oh, all you people that are saying they have a contract, well, the contract only applies if the world isn't ending, basically. Um, they seem kind well, of, like, de- <laughs> defensive in their well, I think statement. It's, it's one of those, um, like, I think most contracts have some sort or not most, I don't know, but a lot of contracts have some sort of stipulation about like act of God or something. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. Void a contract. And so I think global pandemic apparently fits into that category. So that's um, wild. But I'm just, I'm, I'm curious because I'm curious how that's going to affect them going forward because those coaches I know like Oregon State coaches are still working I don't I don't are we in a recruiting dead period right now I'm not sure but you know they're, they're at least I'm sure they're if they're not actively like recruiting players they're scouting film and whatnot so yeah there's still a I lot mean, for coaches to do yeah Wayne Tinkle is signing a lot of transfers well, and stuff yeah we are <laughs> our basketball team is is going the football route and just becoming transfer you apparently. Yeah, and Which, he's also handing out more scholarships than there's available. So. Yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to work. I feel somebody there's got to be at least one or two guys that haven't left yet that are leaving, and I don't know. Curious to see how that plays out. Um, yeah. Either way, a, a lot of the players and stuff aren't on campus right now um it's just gonna be wild yeah yeah but who knows i mean some some states like georgia are already reopening for everything so (laughs) oh okay I'm not going to get too much into politics because I guess I'll, go, I'll go on the tangent. If you want to, if you want to, if you want to hear me or read me rant about politics, just follow my Twitter. <laughs> They'll, you'll get, you'll, you'll get. Um, it's actually kind of funny. I, I'll, I'll notice a lot of times like 
I might have a, and I don't want to say viral because none of my tweets have been ever been viral, but like a tweet about Oregon State football or something that like goes mildly viral, like in just along the Oregon State, you know, all that Oregon State, and then I'll get I'll get random uptick in like Oregon State fans following me, and then I'll yeah. slowly watch those numbers. I'll slowly watch those numbers <laughs> go back down as I start yelling about politics and whatnot. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a fair warning right now. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't at all stick to sports. So you know, if you don't like it. You know, you don't have to follow me. Yeah, I mean, well, there's no sports right now, so. Um, yeah, yeah so, than... so it's just me yelling into the void. Yeah, I. Oh man, Twitter is just crazy. I'm like, I just want to know about what's going on with this coronavirus without it like turning political. But I don't know how everything gets political it's crazy um but yep no i think i last time i was depressed about how sad twitter is and then i just opened twitter and i saw that chipotle was trending and i'm like oh i love chipotle and then i click on it and it says that they have to pay 25 million in fines for serving tainted food that left people sick and i was like oh (laughs) oh more more good news (laughs) That's that's amazing. So things are things are really going. So so since we're on the topic of Twitter, I got I got something on to yell about. You got a bone to pick. Yes, specifically with you. Um, (laughs) So what day is it now? Is it Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah, the twenty second. Right. Yeah. Days. Days, times, none of that is. I don't. I don't understand it anymore with the quarantine. Like I have no idea what day it is or anything. Oh yeah. But I do know for a fact it was on Saturday at like sometime probably eight eight thirty. All of a sudden, I'm woken up to the noise of chainsaws, like multiple chainsaws in my neighborhood. I I never figured out where, but that that brought me to take my thoughts to Twitter um, because that's where you go when you have thoughts. And I ran a poll about um, what is the, what is an acceptable time to start running like chainsaws and things like that on a freaking Saturday in a neighborhood. And, <laughs> and I, I put four options, I put 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., and then 11 or later. And the vast majority of people, I think it was like 50%, 51%, something like that, um, they agree with me that it's got to be at least 10 a.m. The clock has to hit double digits. People, it's, it's the god dang weekend. Um, but then there, I think the next highest percentage was 8 a.m. And I know for a fact that you were one of those people who voted for 8 a.m. <laughs> and I want you to know you are a terrible, terrible person. And honestly, like, if I, I hope, I hope, I hope your house gets egged. <laughs> um, all right, devil's advocate time. If uh, oh. I, I was being a little bit antagonistic just because I wanted to poke fun at you. Eight, 8 a.m. is a little early on the weekend to be making loud noises, but but devil's advocate. What time are you going to sleep on a normal basis, Travis? <laughs> what time do Honestly, you... I, I don't... 
I honestly, I go to bed probably sometime between 10 and 11. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not like staying up super late. If, so if, if you're going to bed at 11, oh, that means you're waking I mean, up at 7.30. That doesn't mean I'm waking up at 7.30. That means I'm waking up at 10, because sleep is freaking amazing. Um, <laughs> that is, that's like 11 hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah. It's that's, a pandemic. Everything's closed down. What else are you going to do? <laughs> um, I am but, very but much... Even, that's, not even, that's not even my point. I mean, it is a little bit. Um, but... I like even even if I was to wake up at eight AM I want some peace for the first hour or two of being awake. You know, I want to be able to gather my thoughts, enjoy breakfast, not have you know, chainsaw noises going at all hours. I so I I work from home, I do woodworking, I have a lot of loud tools. And I've always like even weekdays for the most part, I will I will make sure like I'm not making a whole lot of noise before, definitely before ten on the weekends, um, and probably even like part of it's because I'm lazy and I like to sleep. So, but also like I, I even during the weekdays I try to at least you know nine to ten. It's just it's just common courtesy, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, this is just reminds me of college days living with roommates a lot of dudes and they would all like not all of them but a few guys would stay up all night playing video games or whatever on their computers and then sleep all day and um (laughs) i don't know if you've ever listened to the ryan russillo podcast uh but he was also talking about how his roommate would do that and one time his roommate comes out it's like 5 5 30 p.m and they're like hanging out, watching a show, eating dinner, and he comes out dead asleep, just like so mad that everybody's being too loud. And he's like, "Come on, guys, trying to sleep." And it's it's five thirty p.m. Like the the day is over. Yeah, I mean that that's 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 a little extreme there. Though I did do I did. Um, there, there were some times in college where I'd be up to like 4 a.m. doing absolutely nothing productive, and then, and then I'd have class at like 8 a.m. So uh, I wouldn't go because that's too early for a class. And I had a roommate. Um, he actually, uh, former Building the Dam contributor Leo, uh, Leo, Leo Castaneda. He was my roommate, and we had the same 8 a.m. class. And one thing about Leo is he was a very, very good student. And he would go to those classes. So I would sleep. And then I'd be like, hey, can I borrow your notes? And and, and it worked. And, uh, yeah, nice. I'm a bad person, but, you know, it worked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my whole thing is I get it. Some people work crazy schedules or just have insomnia or whatever. But if it's light outside, then there's probably going to be noise. And you're just going to get earplugs. Yeah. Close your you're gonna have to work around it. If it's light outside, I'm there's, making there's, noise outside. There's gonna be some noise, yes. But like natural noises. We don't need to start throwing unnatural noises before <laughs> ten AM. Uh, yeah. Well all like, I know is the like law. birds birds chirping, that's fine. You know, 
I, I hear, you know, if a car goes down the street, I get it. Uh, you know, maybe dogs barking every now and then. That's normal. Like, but, but you don't. And what annoyed me is like they were they were done chainsawing at like ten thirty or something, and so it's not even like it was like oh we, we're gonna have to be doing this all day so we got to start early. No, you could have you could have started at ten and been done at like twelve thirty. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true. Nobody's nobody's going anywhere. You should, you should not operate power tools that early in the morning. I I can't. My brain's not. I I, I take a while to wake up. I'm gonna cut off a finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well i'm very sorry that your 11 hour beauty sleep was interrupted on saturday morning yeah uh i'm yeah. gonna have to cut all this out or i'm just laughing at myself no that's um, fine just leave it <laughs> leave it it's 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 natural um, oh. So, I mean, what I else? Uh, I don't. I honestly don't know what else is there. Um, um, a lot of people got furloughed at our parent company, Vox Media. Oh yeah, which yeah, owns Espionation. So that yeah, sucks. Um, that sucks. It was, it's a lot of a lot of talented people too, um, including, and I don't, and I. I I know there's a lot more that we could talk about, but I was just going to focus on mainly uh, Matt Brown, who, who's basically sort of the head of the, uh, the SB Nation college football, um, or not college football, just SB Nation college blogs. So he was more or less our boss. Um, he's he does a lot of he's done a lot of cool stuff. He wrote a book about college football. I think he might be working on another one. Um, but yeah, he he was furloughed and kind of up in the air whether or not he'll be back. So that's that's uh that's too bad. Cause he's a he's an awesome awesome writer and a great talent. Um, but but uh, it's kind of just the nature of where we're at right now. Yeah, it's rough for everyone out there. Um, but yeah, Matt Brown's been here for as long as I've been here, and that is I think, uh, I think seven years or something. Sounds about right. I'm not sure. Um, but, whew, I mean, hopefully this coronavirus stuff can go away. It just feels like even when this all returns, life is not going to really be normal, normal for, like, a long, long time. Um, right? Because, yeah, I, I mean, like, I, mean... I don't... I don't. I love sports, and I'm not rushing to go back to a sporting event anytime soon. No, yeah, I, I I've, I've seen some like polls where it's like, if they brought sports back tomorrow, would you go? And I'm like, I don't think I would until at least until there's like vaccines and stuff. Right. And, that's, and uh, yeah, I, but I think. Uh, It'll be interesting to see um, how this how this affects going forward. Yeah, um, and uh, I think a lot more people are going to be working from home, which is going to be really wild. So, and we'll probably never shake hands again. 
I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm very okay with that. It's kind of weird. It really is. I always felt judged uh, based on if my handshake was firm enough or too firm. <laughs> so removing that stress is going to be great. <laughs> um. Anyway, so draft, NFL draft, these next three days, going to be on NFL, or it's going to be on ESPN, probably. I'm not sure. Um, how is it going to actually play out? Because I haven't thought about it much. Like, are we going to get cameras of all the GMs, or is Roger Goodell going to be inside his home reading off the picks on a Zoom call? I don't know. I did do something about Roger Goodell's house, like in it, and like they previewed it, and it's he, he apparently has a really sweet house. But honestly, beyond that, I, I have no idea. I'm guessing it's gonna be, um, yeah, probably just. We know how a lot of times, like during the draft, they'll have uh, cameras like in players' houses, like as they get drafted. And you see that like their family reaction. I guess that's probably just gonna be the whole thing: is cameras in people's houses and. Whatnot, yeah. and then maybe like a live stream of a Zoom call or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, did yeah. you watch the WNBA draft at all? No, I did not. Oh, okay, I watched a bit of that, and that's kind. Of, it was pretty cool, actually. Like, uh, I know they sent Michaela Pivik like a hat of every single team. So whenever she was, she had them like all displayed behind her, and when she got drafted, she could pick the one that drafted her. So that was pretty cool. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, but there's a lot more rounds and a lot more people on the NFL draft, so I'd be shocked if they did that. Yeah, I, well, I think probably the first, you know, guys that are going in the first few rounds, they'll they'll do that, or first round at least, they'll do something like that. And then, I mean, even in normal drafts, like, you don't really see the guys after the first or second round, they just kind of read it off so it'll be I mean I, I don't I don't know it's not gonna be that much different. You just usually just watch a big room of GMs and wait for Roger Gell to announce it and then listen to Mel Kuyper talk about ten minutes about how this player is the next Tom Brady or something. Yeah. I just hope they find random fans from different teams like decked out and they're like and we cut live to Bob in Seattle as the Seahawks make their next pick, just to get their reaction. With his, with his big ass uh, twelve flag or whatever, and he's <laughs> yes. all upset. He's all upset that they traded down, they traded their picks again, and they're because they always like the Seahawks always seem to do that. Yeah, and then as soon as I hope they cut to me, as soon as Herbert gets drafted, and I'll just go boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's the kind of content i'll miss without the all the fans in attendance even though it's kind of pointless for fans to be in attendance at a draft in the first place but yeah that's, just, uh, just usually jet fans booing at whatever pick they miss <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh. um all right i got three more random rapid fire questions for you all right Number one, what's going to be the first sport to return? 
Oh, this is supposed to be rapid fire. Um, I'm going to go baseball. Ooh, baseball. Yeah, they seem crazy enough to do it. Um, well, okay. and, and it's it's and it's a sport where I think the. I mean, obviously, there's there all sports. There's a increased risk of uh, uh, infection between the players, but there's not a whole lot of contact in baseball, so maybe they could get away with that a little bit more. Yeah. No. Uh, Basketball, or they're all. That seems like the, the biggest risk, at least of the sports going now. Yeah. Um, I don't know, off topic, but I'm, you're not a huge basketball guy, but did you watch the Michael Jordan documentary or no? I have not yet. I'm going to. I just, I didn't. It's, a, I it's pretty entertaining. I enjoyed it. But then it just got me thinking, you know, everyone wants to debate Michael Jordan versus LeBron. And I'm like, there's got to be some sort of playoffs because LeBron and the Lakers were a front runner for another championship. Um, but yeah. I don't, I, I, I'm not sure. I think they're going to do some sort of abbreviated playoffs, but I actually have no that's idea. That's what I think both them and the NHL are talking about something like that and to where they'll do. And actually Major League Baseball has the same effect of like just having like having all the games in one or two or maybe three locations and with no fans and just kind of doing it that way just so they can still have somewhat of the season and finish off the playoffs and all that. Yeah. Um, okay. Do we see fans in attendance of any sports in the year 2020? Yes or no? Yes. Whoa. In the, oh, okay. year 2020. Um, yeah. Oh. I think yes, because I think somebody's going to be crazy enough to freaking do it, and there's going to be fans that be crazy enough to pull up. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, question number three. This is the last one. Right. Do, do you understand why oil is negative dollars. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no, I have absolutely no idea. I don't understand that. I think, uh, it, I understand that it's bad in the economy, but also good for filling up my gas tank. But beyond that, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, all I've got from go, it. Can I, can I just go somewhere and get a, bunch of barrels of oil and have them pay me for it like is that how this works right like that's apparently that's the problem is they've had nowhere that's, to that's, store it and nobody's using it so they just have a bunch of extra oil and they don't know what to do with like, it and like like get rich quick scheme let's go get a bunch of just store a bunch of oil barrels of oil in my backyard for a while until the prices go up and then you know they'll do it yeah <laughs> Boom. I think we just figured out the economy right there. Um, there we go. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me, Travis. And enjoy more time with your family. And uh, you're going to have a lot of it. So hang in there. Yeah, you too, bud. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye.